If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I weigh in every week. Typically, these podcasts are uploaded on a Friday. Mine is where I weigh in on topics of interest, or I share with you health news, the latest in research, topics of interest that I'm compelled to share with you, and all sorts of information about food and nutrition and your health. I want to talk I want to talk about organic food and the various labels, the seals, the claims. I want to give give a lowdown on on all of this on with regard to organic food. And uh, I want to say first of all, I know with inflation it's very very tough and especially when buying organic produce, you may find at your local supermarket, as I do, that the prices are exorbitant. I mean, conventional is exorbitant already. The prices have gone up due to inflation, due to gas price increases and so on. And it's tough. It's really very tough now when you have to decide, oh, do I buy this organic produce or do I go for the conventional because you know, I can't afford it or something, or I have to pay the utility bill. Uh, It's very, very hard. I want to tell you something that I've been doing personally. I try to shop at my local farmer's markets, first of all, where, when I am able, but for the most part, I will go shop at Aldi and Lidl stores. That's where I like to go. So Lidl, L-I-D-L, and Aldi, A-L-D-I, they do offer organic produce. That's where I wind up buying my arugula for a good $2 less than at my local key food or other supermarket. So, you know, I make the trip, you know, it's three miles. I get in my car like a suburbanite and I go drive to Lidl in Astoria or I'll drive to Aldi in Rego Park. Uh, I'm in Long Island City. So, you know, this is where I'll go. Uh, there's another Aldi uh, up in Harlem as well. So if I'm up in that area, I will stop there with my shopping bag. You can find good 
organic produce there. And I'll tell you something, it is, the savings is worth it. And the six mile round trip for me is worth it. I've got a great little sedan, which is not a gas guzzler anyway. So, you know, when you have to, when you have to, you don't want to sacrifice your health. You want to be able to find the best organic produce you can and grass fed meat, antibiotic free, all of that good stuff <clears throat> for the best prices. I so far have found the best prices at Aldi stores and at Lidl stores. And I've practic, I'm just about exclusively shopping there and not anyone, not anywhere else. Unless I, you know, I need something quick. Oh, I forgot to buy a cucumber and I might go to my local key food and get, you know, a, a large English cucumber, a hothouse cucumber or something like that. If I've forget stuff. But I know it's tough. I'm feeling the pain too. I'm feeling the pinch. I feel for all of us. So this is what I do. And hopefully you will have a local Aldi or Lidl store near you. It's the same parent company, both of these stores. Uh, and I believe they're affiliated with Trader Joe as well, but I'm not certain of that. Don't hold me to that. But Aldi and Lidl stores is where I found the best Prices on very good, fresh, organic produce. So let's get into some, some of the other terms here. So does organic actually have fewer pesticides? Yes. Findings of a small study published in Environmental Research in 2019, the journal is Environmental Research, revealed that people who switched from a conventional diet to an organic one had lower levels of pesticide metabolites in their urine. And while what we know about the harm of synthetic pesticides is limited, yeah, I have to disagree with that. I have to disagree with that because I think we know a lot more. And I'm getting, I'm bringing you this information actually from Consumer Reports because they did a very nice job and I wanted to share it with you. So the Environmental Protection Agency says that agricultural pesticide exposure has been associated with asthma, bronchitis, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's disease, and certain cancers. In addition, a study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association in 2020 reported a higher risk of dying from any cause, as well as from cardiovascular disease in people with the highest levels of pyrethroid pesticide metabolites in their urine. Some research also suggests that children with greater exposure to certain pesticides are more likely to be diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder ADHD, and that synthetic pesticides may disrupt our endocrine systems. No, it does disrupt our endocrine systems, which are responsible for our hormone regulation. You know, these can be behave as gender benders in our bodies. And remember, Parkinson's, it increases, this pesticide exposure is associated with asthma, bronchitis, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, certain cancers, and Parkinson's. We know Parkinson's disease to be 
a disease of toxic exposures. And it, you don't necessarily have to live in an urban environment. Yeah, the pollution and such. But even if you're in a rural area, if you live downwind from a conventional farm and they're using all these pesticides, you're ingesting them. You're consuming them. No, maybe you're not eating their produce, but it's in the air. It's in the air. And if you're downwind of that, you're getting it. You're breathing it. It's in your home. And listen, even Dr. Zach Bush tells us, wonderful doctor, look up Zach Bush, wonderful. He even says that there is so much glyphosate, a.k.a. Roundup, in the environment that it's basically raining on us. Anytime it rains, there's some glyphosate there that, that is raining. So yes, when it rains and you've got your beautiful organic garden, like I do out at my country house, and it's raining, yeah, unfortunately, we're getting some glyphosate there. Hey, but what are we going to do? We have to live in this world. We have to stop using these pesticides. So coming back to this. So is organic better for the environment? Absolutely. Synthetic pesticides and fertilizers can damage soil and pollute water. Many, many of the pesticides and synthetic forms of fertilizer, if they're not managed and fine-tuned, they often end up in our water and even in our fish. Remember that. We're getting pesticide from the fish. So nitrogen-based fertilizer, often used in conventional agriculture, is a major contributor to air and water pollution. And this is according to the Natural Resources Defense Council, which I brought to you, I think it was a two- or three-parter podcast recently on regenerative farming. And these days, we know that conventional farmers are turning to methods that spare the environment. Some are switching to organically, to organic-friendly fertilizer. When it comes to farm animals, organic rules call for them to have year-round outdoor access and be raised on organic land. And for grazing animals like cattle, to have access to organic pastures at least 120 days of the year. Space to exercise is required, but animals don't have, don't, don't have to get a certain amount of space or never be caged. And overall, animal welfare requirements for USDA organic certification are minimal. See that? So, a small but growing number of farmers are now earning certification, not federally regulated, but they're earning a certification for what's called regenerative farming. This is really a grassroots movement that I am personally very excited about. This aims to stop soil erosion, which is due to changes in the climate and practices like and practices like growing the same crops repeatedly, rendering farmland unproductive. So by farming that way, yeah, it causes more erosion. It's also about clean water, land access for animals, for farm workers, and healthy communities. These farmers use a variety of methods like improving the soil by having livestock 
massage nutrients into the land with their hooves while grazing. See, it's 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 a symbiotic relationship between the animals and the land. So, regenerative regenerative organic certified products also carry the USDA organic seal. Those with regenerative organic alliance or certified regenerative by a greener world, AGW is the acronym, seals, they may or may not. Now let's talk about US, the USDA organic seal. You've seen that, that white and green, it's a circle. It says USDA organic on it. This certification from the Department of Agriculture, and it's a good it's a good certification to have. 100% organic, what does that mean when a label just says 100% organic? This means all ingredients are certified organic. Now these products also carry the USDA organic seal. Now, organic, when it just says organic, at least 95% of the ingredients are certified organic. Products also carry the USDA organic seal. Hmm, at least 95%, huh? So up to 5% can be non-organic and it could still have the seal? Hmm, scratching my head. Now when it says, quote, made with organic ingredients, what that means? At least 70% of ingredients must be certified organic, but products can't carry the USDA organic seal or use the term organic on their main label panel. Products less than 70% organic can note organic items only in the ingredients list. Like when you look at the ingredients list and you see organic carrots, they could list it that way. So made with organic ingredients, means it's got to have at least 70% of ingredients that have to be certified organic. Now, this is about that USDA organic seal. What about this other seal? This is the Real Organic Project seal. I've not seen this too often at the grocery stores, but I'm going to look for it now. The Real Organic Project seal. This is a non-government seal, though only farms that are already USDA certified organic are eligible to pursue it. That's a good thing. Foods must be grown in soil, not water. Not water, as the USDA allows. And animals must graze in pastures. So, what does that mean? The Real Organic Project seal would be is pretty good. Now, the term natural, this has no meaning whatsoever for most foods. And for meat and poultry, the USDA defines this as minimally processed with no added artificial ingredients. I never look for the natural seal on anything or anything that is purported to be called natural. It means nothing, nothing at all disregard it. The term pesticide-free is not USDA regulated 
and doesn't mean a product is organic. So pesticide-free doesn't really mean anything. Hmm, that's troublesome. Now, what about this seal? I'm seeing a lot more of this one. Non-GMO project verified. I like this seal. It's a pretty seal. It's got a leaf. It's got a butterfly on it. Nice colors. Non-GMO project verified. Now, according to Consumer Reports, they rate this seal as excellent for ensuring very minimal GMO use or none at all. It's not USDA regulated and doesn't mean a food is organic. I do like this seal. I, I do look for it. I'm glad when I'm buying a product that has the seal on it because I don't want to consume genetically modified organisms. I don't want to consume GMOs. Next term, certified humane raised and handled. Let me say that again. Certified humane raised and handled. This certifies livestock were never held in small cages or given hormones. This gets a very good rating by Consumer Reports, but it does not mean it's organic. Next term, no antibiotics or something similar, like never, you know, never uses antibiotics, no antibiotics. Alone, this means only that an animal was never given antibiotics. Now the verification requirements are weak unless accompanied by the USDA organic seal or USDA process verified shield. I hardly ever see that shield by the way. USDA process verified shield. And this is actually rated poor. So when something says no antibiotics, mm, okay. Uh, Verification is weak. Do we have to be concerned about that? Maybe. Next term. Certified naturally grown. Now, farmers with this peer-reviewed certification commit to many organic practices and about 8% of certified naturally grown farmers also carry the USDA organic seal. So this is a peer-reviewed certification. And the farmers that get this, use the seal, they're already committed to many organic practices. And about 8% of these farmers also carry the USDA organic seal. So remember, USDA organic by itself means that 100% of all ingredients are certified organic. So I look for that seal first and foremost. I'm happy to see a real organic project seal. I'm happy to see a non-GMO verified project seal. But I have to go with the one that will be most verified is the USDA organic. Now remember, again, I'm just repeating, when it says made with organic ingredients, at least 70% of ingredients must be certified organic, right? And it's got a list in the ingredients label, what's organic as far as their ingredients. Is it organic milk? Is it organic carrots in their ingredients? So I know this is tough navigating some of this. Look for the USDA organic seal. 
look at non-verified GM, uh, GMO, uh, non-GMO verified project. That's also good. I look for these. When I shop at my local farmer's market, I like to chat up <clears throat> the farmers and ask them what their practices are. Because it's important information. It's important for you to know what you put in your and your children's bodies, your loved ones' bodies. It's very important. And especially the littler the bodies, the more toxic it can be. You know, a dose of pesticide on spinach is way more toxic to a toddler than to you and me. Hey, it's toxic all around for all of us, but so much more so for a toddler because their bodies are so small. It's like a bigger dose, if you will. I want to remind you, if you want to send me questions, topics of interest that you'd like to hear me weigh in on, that you would like me to weigh in on, you can email me to questions at drhoffman.net. That is questions at drhoffman.net. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. Here's some exciting news from our friends at NT Factor. You've heard me talk for years about the natural energy producing benefits and anti-aging effects of NT Factor's line of nutritional supplements. Well, now those same benefits are available for your pets. Introducing NT Factor Pet Power. It's the first formula to restore the structure and function of cellular membranes in animals increasing vigor and vitality. By adding NT Factor pet power to their food, research has shown that energy loss and other age-related changes in animals were reduced and are delayed after only eight weeks of daily use. Now your pets can benefit from the same clinically proven formula I use and prescribe to my patients to repair damaged cells and improve your body's natural energy production. Clinical trials have shown that NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it also reduces some of the side effects of aging. With a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose, you can get the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas, including the all-new Pet Power, by calling 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.